Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 67, Feeling Extra Emotional. Hello, how are you? Things are going well here. (laughs) I think we've on, let's see, starting week four of no school and things being shut down. And I think we're into our groove now. I've shifted my schedule working in the afternoons and spending time with the kids in the morning and it's going as good as I can expect it to be. So what else is going on? Oh, I had this amazing class. If you guys caught it on Sunday called how to not over drink during hard times. And it was so awesome. It was like so many people showed up for that class. I was blown away and the engagement there was awesome. We talked about all the things, drinking, COVID-19, how to, you know, feel our feelings, notice them, not be reactive to them, look at how we're thinking about the pandemic, all that stuff. And I think people walked away with a totally new perspective. We did a really fun exercise in the class that got them out of their negative feelings and into a more positive one. It was really cool. So I decided to do another one on April 26th, another Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to sign over, sign up for that, get over and sign up for it. There's a link in the show notes here in the podcast episode, or you can just email me and ask to be added to that class. So today's topic is feeling extra emotional. (laughs) Who's been feeling extra emotional these days? Me too. Oh my gosh. So I'll give you guys a little story, which I know you like. I had wanted to go for a walk and I don't think I had planned to go for the walk. Like it was definitely... I was just feeling pent up and I needed to get out and get some fresh air. So I decided to go for a walk and I had been doing laundry the day before. And I knew that I had a pair of socks in the dryer because I put the load in the dryer the night before, like before I went to bed. So that morning I knew that I had this one pair of socks in the dryer and listen, I get my socks get stolen all the time. So this is like a big deal for me to know that I have a pair of clean socks in the dryer. I was like, I know that I have a pair of socks in there, right? And I don't have to like go hunting all over for the house. My kids steal them. I don't know where they go. Um, I don't have that many, but they just disappear. Anyway, so I go into the dryer and I open the door and there's no laundry in there. I'm like, what the heck? Like, Normally when I do laundry, I take it to completion, right? Nobody's going in there and putting my laundry away (laughs) for me, right? It just doesn't happen. Um, So of course I went to my husband and I was like, honey, did you take the laundry out of the dryer? And he's like, yes. I'm like, well, what did you do with the pair of socks that were in there? He's like, oh, I put them in the boys room. (laughs) I'm like, Okay. And at this moment, I just felt like I was a thermometer and like from my belly button, it just started, the heat just started rising up through my chest, up my neck, into my head. And I probably didn't breathe from the moment I walked out of the bathroom into the boys room. And I started looking through their bins of clothes and socks, which if you can imagine having an eight-year-old and a six-year-old and them being responsible for their own laundry, what that looks like. (laughs) right? 
<laughs> so I'm going through their bins, their their like underwear and sock bins, and my socks are just I, I just I had to walk away because my old self. Okay, I call this before like BC and AC, BC before coaching. I would have flipped that closet upside down. My rage would have just like overcome me, and I would have like tore everything out of that closet started just yelling and cussing and screaming about it. But I didn't. I just went, I just said, I'm not going to make a mess in here. And I turned around and I was breathing and I went back into my husband. I'm like, honey, they're not in there. And it's the only pair of socks I have. And I can't find any of my other socks. And then I just took myself <laughs> and I laid myself down on the bed and I just breathed and processed and noticed my rage and I noticed my anger and I'm just like nothing's gone wrong here it's my thoughts that are causing my feelings and I worked through it and I didn't say anything else my husband like when he was finishing up taking a shower he went and found the socks and was so awesome about it I think he noticed that I was really trying to keep myself grounded (laughs) under control and ended up finding like three pairs of socks for me which was awesome so anyway I got the socks on and I went for my walk now listen, normally the, the socks wouldn't have caused me to have all those thoughts that led to that rage, okay? Like the socks of all the things, right, to get upset about, I got upset about some socks. What the fuck, right? And so I was noticing that that has been happening to me more and more since this pandemic is, is going on, right? And I've noticed it in my clients too. Things that normally wouldn't cause them to think a second about or normally they would just move through it has caused them to totally spiral, cry, have really intense emotions. And then what happens is it's like, why? Why are we feeling extra emotional right now? Why am I so upset? And so I've done some thinking about it. I've asked some other coach friends, including some of my coaches, and there's a couple different ways you can think about it. We're first of first of them are we're likely carrying around some emotions with us that aren't that we're not super conscious about, especially if you're not journaling, if you're not getting coached, if you're not talking to somebody, if you're not processing them. Right. And you're eating and drinking and scrolling and doing a lot of buffering. You're probably not super conscious about what your emotions even are. You just know that you're feeling uncomfortable. You just know that you're upset. Right. And you might think, I'm feeling a little anxious, but you don't take the time to explore the why you're feeling the anxiousness and figure it out. So you just kind of carry it with you. It's just like this low hum that you have, okay? And then when something happens unexpectedly, and then you start overthinking and adding thoughts on thoughts, and now my socks are missing, and now the class is canceled, and now I can't even see my kids, right? Like it just grows and spirals from that place. And when we do this, it'll cause our our emotions to just feel really intense. And we might feel like our heart is about to pound out of our chest. Like this happened to me yesterday with something. And I I looked down at my chest and saw the pulsating of my heart through my shirt. It was crazy. Or we just start crying, right? Or we start yelling or overreacting to something. And it seems like your emotions aren't justified or you start judging them, okay? And then we question our emotions like everything is fine. Like everybody in my family is healthy. No one is sick. I am safe. Why am I so upset about this? I shouldn't be feeling this way. Can you guys relate? (laughs) I'm guessing all of you are like nodding your head, maybe cracking up like this is real, right? We're all going through this. 
And I've been here like right in this place, like about two weeks ago, it's getting a little bit better, but I was really judging myself for the way I was feeling. I was sad. I cried multiple times a day. Again, judging myself for it, wondering why I was feeling this way. It didn't make sense to me, which made me feel even more sorry for myself, which continues that cycle. Okay. If you can relate to this, what I want to suggest to you is that you don't just brush off your anxiety or your sadness or whatever is that low hum sort of vibration or that feeling you might keep noticing, but you just chalk it up to, well, it's the pandemic. Oh, it's just the state of the world. Oh, just because of all the things going on, right? I don't want you to do that because what happens is it's like those emotions just come bubbling up to the surface like they did with my sock and they explode. Okay, we want to address them. We want to look at them so that we can um, figure them out and kind of solve for them so that we don't keep having emotional outbreaks like that, which aren't really a problem. Like it wasn't really a problem for me because I know how to feel my feelings. I know how to pause and feel and not react anymore. But for so many of you that don't have that skill set, you really want to bring it to the conscious level and understand what is going on so that you don't be reactive to your feelings. You don't overdrink, right? Okay. So first of all, this is normal right now. We have extra thoughts going through our brain about the pandemic and thoughts that we didn't have a month ago, right? So like on top of our normal thoughts that we have every day, now we have these extra thoughts about the state of the world. Okay. (laughs) And those extra thoughts are causing extra feelings. So what I want to suggest to you is that you check in with your emotions every day. I'm going to tell you why this isn't so important. I just alluded to it and probably the number one thing you should be doing right now, add this to the top of your list on a daily on a daily basis before you do anything else. And the reason, again, you want to understand your emotions is because they drive all the actions you take all day long, every single day, drinking, eating, watching, Facebooking, cleaning, exercise, literally everything we do is fueled by how we are feeling or don't want to feel. And if you don't want to be eating all the food or drinking the wine all day long or every day, then it's super important for you to understand how you are feeling, right? This is the first layer of work on feelings that I teach in my private coaching program. We need to understand what we feel on a daily basis first. We need to bring our feelings up to the conscious level and have a look at them and understand them. And when I say that, I mean, what does our most common feelings feel like in our bodies? What do we typically do when we feel this way? What don't we do? Then once we have a better understanding of our current emotional state, then we can go to the next step and learn how to process and feel them instead of being at the effect of them. And I'm sure you all can relate to feeling so stinking mad. Your heart is pounding. You feel hot in the face and you go off the handle. You might yell. You might stomp out of the room. You might fight back with someone on social media or go round and round with someone over email or automatically go to the wine cabinet while holding your breath and pour a large glass of wine and take three big gulps before you take that next breath, right? That is for sure what I would have done in the past before coaching BC with the sock situation. I wouldn't have paused and laid down on my bed and took some deep cleansing breaths and processed my rage. Hell no. (laughs) I would have wanted to get out of that feeling just as fast as it came. And then I would have yelled at my husband, my kids, been a complete nightmare to be around and isolated myself for the rest of the day saying, I just need a break. I can't deal with this right now. This is too much. It's causing me to have anxiety. Okay. I literally would say those things. 
And then I would create such a bad result in my life, like not going out for my walk and over drinking and missing out spending, you know, missing spending time with my kids. And then I would feel guilty about how I freaked out. Okay. It would cause so much, so much bigger problems and it would be so much harder to figure out than to just pause and work through it and recognize and breathe. Right. So trust me when I say it's worth the 15 minutes a day to stop and learn about your feelings and understand them. If you don't, you will continue to do things you aren't proud of. I promise you. So the first exercise I recommend you do is a process called how to identify and name your feelings. So if you have a notebook or something to write something down with, hit pause on this podcast and go grab this so you can take some notes. Okay. All right. You ready to write this down? On a daily basis, write this question down. On a daily basis, what are your most common three feelings? Okay. On a daily basis, what are your most common three feelings? And you're not allowed to say, I don't know. (laughs) Keep asking your brain. Your brain will tell you. What do you feel at work? What do I feel at the end of the day? What do I feel before I go to bed? Okay. If you're having a hard time coming up, ask those types of questions. Just sort of like scan your day from the moment you wake up till you go to bed and like, what do you normally do during the day? Sort of like maybe break it up to the first third of the day, second, third, third, third. What are you feeling in those hours, in those chunks of time? Okay. And then once you have them, ask yourself, why do I think I have these feelings on a daily basis? And then just write whatever comes to you about these feelings, a few sentences for each of the ones that you've identified. Okay. And then the next question is, what would you like your top three feelings to be? Okay. I actually have a worksheet for this exercise. And if you're on my email list, I'm going to be emailing it out on Friday of this week. So if you aren't on my email list, get on it. Just go to my webpage and fill out the little pop-up box there that says, get my top three podcast emailed to you. Then you'll be on my list and you'll get the worksheet on Friday. Okay. After you have identified your top three feelings, you feel on a daily basis. I want you to start practicing how to feel those feelings. So whenever you notice them in your day, practice these three steps. Step number one, locate where in your, in your body you are carrying that feeling. Okay. Step number two, take a big breath in and expand your chest, focusing your breath on where you feel that vibration in your body and then exhale and relax on your exhale. And step number three, is exhale and relax into that place you feel your emotion. Relax the muscles around that area. And then you repeat the steps. I'm going to say them again. Step number one, locate where in your body you are carrying your feeling. Step number two, take a deep breath in and expand your chest, focusing your breath on where you feel that feeling in your body. Step number three is exhale and relax into that place you feel your emotion and relax those muscles around that area. And you repeat these steps until you notice your feeling has dissipated or it's less intense. You will become conscious of your feelings. Notice when you feel a sudden emotion like anger or shock or excitement or frustration. Pause and follow the three steps to process and feel before, this is so critical, (laughs) before you take any actions. You can do this anywhere, at work, at home, while you're driving, on the phone with people. Practice this as much as possible. 
Also practice when you feel good, like love or happiness or joy or amazement or accomplishment. Listen, you guys, this is not hard or complicated and it doesn't take that much time. All of you are capable of doing this. If you have a podcast (laughs) and you download podcast episodes to technology and you press play, you can learn how to pause and process and feel your feelings, okay? If you do this work, your whole life can start to shift. You will start to feel in control and you won't be so quick to react and change course. You will calm down before you make decisions and you're going to prevent unnecessary suffering and additional problems. Feeling your feelings is a skill set that when you have, you become super powerful. Now, remember, the goal isn't to feel better or to get rid of the negative emotions. The goal is to process them so that you don't cause negative results in your life unnecessarily, okay? When you can pause and feel and not act, then you can decide if what you want to do next is really what you want to do. (laughs) Like, did you plan to drink? Did you, do you really want that bag of chips? Do you really want to yell at your husband? I'm guessing like once you process that intense emotion, you get to a more neutral place that all of those those questions, the answers are going to be no, right? What do you want to do instead? And then go do that. Go do what you originally planned to do, okay? So because we're finding ourselves in a new circumstance with the COVID-19 pandemic, we're going to have extra thoughts in our brain that cause extra feelings. And we can be either be at the effect of those feelings and numb out and hide and scroll and drink or... We can use this as an opportunity to understand ourselves better, to still make progress towards our goal, to help solve problems in our community, to show the F up and be the goddamn badass that you know you are, okay? What do you guys want to do? I know I'm interested in working with the badass who wants to show up and contribute. I'm interested in working with women who are struggling to stop over drinking and want to stop because they know that they could go bigger in their lives. To me, that is awesome work. That is fulfilling to me. I love helping people stop over drinking because it's fucking hard (laughs) and it takes some serious grit and determination to really go deep and be willing to solve that problem. Okay. I'm interested in working with women who are willing to fail, pick themselves up and keep going, who keep trucking along, who want to be vulnerable, who want coaching, who want to want to change, who want to come out of the, the rut of this over drinking and eating stuff. And get on with their lives. So is that you? (laughs) Does that sound like you? Do you think it would be fun to work together? I think so. (laughs) Maybe not sometimes when I'm coaching you and calling you out on some bullshit thoughts, but think about having me at your disposal every day to help you through all this stuff, to guide you to feel, to help you show you your thoughts, to help you create goals and then go after them. I've got eight spots left to join me in my amazing small group coaching program this month. This is the place to be if you want to stop over drinking and start living, especially right now. I want you guys to request a call, get on my email list, whatever you need to do to get in contact with me if you're interested in working with me, right? Stopping over drinking is just one of the one amazing benefits about joining this coaching program. All right, my friends, talk to you next week. Start to practice, start to feel, okay? Allow and feel your emotions instead of being reactive to them. And I promise you, you're going to see big shifts in your, in your life. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Bye.